This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Good evening, listeners. Uh, another podcast. So I'm your host, Nick Trutch, Trutchy, and I'm joined by Mr. Tom Trimble. Welcome, Tom. Evening, mate. All right? Yeah. You good? Yeah. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I, I was the, um, I was the ankle. Yeah, I just took a bit of a knock on the weekend in the last minute. Um, just a bit bruised up up the up the shin area, up the calf. So hopefully, just a little. I, I don't want it to be a setback, but yes, it, I, I'm ahead of schedule. You know, feel like we played a couple of ninety minutes recently as well. Um, when you know when I first went to the physio and they said you'd be back early March, and I'm back playing in mid Jan. Not too bad, but I think the reason they said mid March is you know it was ain't ain't the greatest injury to have in the world. So yeah, definitely. Well, I think we've we've been sort of managing your the comeback trail for you, aren't we? Managing your sort of rehabilitation into into football. It it, it kind of hadn't gone hadn't gone to plan either, has it? The, the idea was that you'd spend a bit a bit more time in the reserves than what you did. Yeah. But then, yeah. But then it, you know, it come, you know, when when looking at available uh, availability on certain weeks, you're thinking, well, you know, it, I'm going to need you in the first team. It's not ideal, but ultimately, if, you know, if you're going to be playing a game, you're playing, there, you're playing you know, well. yeah, yeah. But I think on yeah. on the weekend, it was one of those games at three one, the three one, the well, the four one win against Mangotsfield, but three one for a long period of time. It's, it was one of those that had the fourth goal come a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah, you'd have definitely been been coming off, and it's just it's just typical. That it happened in the what the very last minute. Oh, of the game. Mate, yeah, I can believe it. Literally, something I didn't even need to do. Really, it's just one of them. Just tried doing a little half volley ping and just sort of planted my ankle right on its side. But it it, it didn't go or anything. I just one of them when it's when it's a bit tender, you just think, oh, but yeah, just a, just a bit of bruising. Hopefully, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully not too much of a setback. Yeah, yes, yeah, um. So yeah, enough about the ankle. We're here to talk about your um your new role at the club. But before before we get onto that, how how have you found the whole um? This is obviously a big big step, uh, like stepping aside from being joint first team manager. So how have yeah. you found the sort of the transition and? Well, to, to be honest, I, I haven't listened to quite bad of me recently, but I haven't actually listened. I'll probably listen to it tomorrow. Um, but I haven't listened to Matt's podcast yet, so I have no idea what he said about it all. Um, but. From my point of view, it was a you know it was, it was a massive decision. Like, you know the when everything came about, it, it was such a strange thing because it wasn't like we were doubting ourselves or we, you know, the league position wasn't great. I think it was one point from like six or seven, six or seven games. Um, losing losing games and drawing games, which we just it just never should have happened. Um. But it was never like we were doubting ourselves or anything like that. It wasn't like, oh, are we are we really cut out for this? It was more the opportunities that that came our way. Um, yeah, like you know, we had a we had a couple of chit chats. We, we we kept in close contact, didn't we? Me and you just just even when you went to to Nick Wands for from early June, really, wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. So we, we you know we kept we, we had a constant chit chat. But I think I think the moment. My eyes lit up when things started falling into place a bit, 
and like speaking to you know Lynn and Gaffer about where where we want the club to, to be, what what we could potentially do to to help the club in more ways than one, which is you know with the youth team and could that help out with sponsorship as well and and just all those little things, and then obviously falling into place that actually you know the opportunity could be there to get you back as well, and obviously with that probably Ron and and, and then maybe even a, a few players who are first team easily but also consistently available mm, yeah um you know and obviously the best one I can give you example wise is, is Cal Rogers who who let's be fair I think he's played three games since he's come back maybe four four actually four and no. no. he's got two I think he's got two man of the matches in, in four I think uh, he's got off the top of my head and I might be wrong in, in four games he's got two man of the matches three assists and a goal. I want to say one goal. He definitely scored. But but num- well, you numbers. You scored your first goal back, I think. No, second maybe. Second, yeah. But you know, take take the numbers and the statistics out of it. He's he's been exceptional. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like we we were lacking that consistent quality. We 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 never doubted the quality we got at this club. You know, you it wasn't like you were gone for years. You were gone for a couple of months. You always knew the quality the players that we had at the club. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, just getting that consistency, and, and and let's be fair, you know, I know we already touched on my injury, which which never helped the situation. But we had a lot, like Sussex. Sussex played the first game of the season, and and his his next game he played was for you in your first game back, I think. And and he's he's been really consistent for me in the in the three games he's played as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's, he's been fantastic. He's he, I think in every game he's played since I've come back, he's been in the discussion for man of the match. Yeah. Oh, he definitely could have got it on the weekend. I think. Like just, uh, yeah. You know, just, just, just super solid. But, but yeah, that's what I mean. Like just, just missing that a a a, a typical good performance, solid performance. You know, we're missing missing that type of that type of player. And and even like Khan, like the the kid is so good. Yeah. But he he just wasn't. He was in and out of the team. In and out of the team for from like November onwards, just because of availability and stuff. Um, but the, the fact that they, you know, all of these players are, are all available week in, week out, it just makes such a difference to the, just to, just yeah. to the consistency in it really. Because um, Khan's another one. He's, he's really sort of found his place in the team. I think the last, yeah. well, since I've come back, he, he's, yeah. he's another, again, been Mr. Consistent. Yeah, but but not going off. Try not to go on topic. Um, it, it, yeah. was, it was a, it was a really hard decision. Uh, you know, me and Matt were doing it for. I want to say this was our sixth year potentially. Um, because we got hit by two COVID seasons. Yeah, I think it was. A, I think this was our sixth year. So, you know, like that's a long time doing the job we've done, and we, we felt like we were on the way of building something really special. But. With the way it's gone, we we feel like it's still going exactly the same direction. You know, Matt's Matt's part of your back, you know, backroom staff as your as your assistant manager. Obviously, I'm still on the committee. Um, and it, it never felt like we were just giving it up. If that makes sense, it was it was prioritizing our playing, but also what what else we could we could grow different areas and sectors of the club as well. Yeah, it it it, it feels like. For me, it's, it's not even been much of a, a change because we're all just still pulling in that in that same direction off yeah. the off the pitch. Yeah, which so, is... sometimes you get a manager that comes in and just wants to change it all. You know, like change 
all the players around and, and change, you know, the goals that were originally set by the club or, or just all that sort of behind the scenes stuff. But you want exactly what we wanted, which is which is county for the club. Um yeah. and that's that's the long term aim, but also well that's the it's the long term aim, but also the, the short term is to get there as, as quick as possible as well. So Yeah. Yeah, so, agree. How do you think the um how do you think your change of role has been received by the playing staff then, by the boys? Um as you probably know, I wasn't uh how do I word this right? I wasn't as well respected, maybe, let's say. I think that's the right word, yeah. Just 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 when when we compare like Matt and I, like as, as managers, player managers, which is what we were, um he he got the respect, whereas I didn't, and that was because maybe I said stuff how it was and yeah, maybe just maybe just said a few things more. Um whereas Matt was very level headed. Um and and didn't react to, to what people were said. He just you take it in, and then you know we'll talk to you about it another time or whatever. Whereas if you know you probably saw it on the weekend with Jord, um, <laughs> I would have. Yeah, I, I, I was I was also did. level-headed and, and didn't respond <laughs> yeah. to it at the time, didn't I? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> when you're when you're like the same age and mates with all of these people outside of football, you lose that level that you're on like you are actually their manager you're not just yeah. a player you're also their manager and yeah. I, th- I think certain players especially you know someone like Joe, but also just just everyone else really thinking why is a 24 year old or 20 when we took over telling me what to do um and you know it wasn't like we had a bad five six years it's 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 been one of the best well Apart from it yeah, exactly. It's the complete opposite. You know, two promotions, two COVID hit seasons. Um, it, that means it is our fifth year, actually. But yeah, you know, just like, just everything about where the club, our goals when we first joined, and it was going in exactly the right direction. So, um, so I, I think the, I think the players have received it well. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I think they know that it will benefit me as a player. Um, and without trying to sound big-headed or anything, I think if I focus more on my playing, it will it will mean I'm a better player as well, and it will benefit the teams I play for. So, so yeah, I, I think hopefully, yeah, for me, yeah. So I think I think the players, I think the players agree with it, and and it wasn't like we were bringing in someone that was unknown to the club; it was someone that they all knew and trusted as well. So, I, I think it was a win-win, to be honest. Um, and I was very for it, probably a bit more so than Matt at the time when it first came into discussion. Um, I was ready to to crack on with with the next project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Matt. To be honest, like on on that note, Matt has been just brilliant. He's he's because you know me and Ron have been a team for many years now, and bringing Matt in was. It was the logical thing to do. It was a no-brainer. It, it, there was no risk to it, you know. We thought, like, we'll just we'll keep Matt in, yeah. And and it's been a really good working relationship. We speak every day. We, but you know, he, we had, he had that he had that very good player to manager rapport. Mm. As I said about the respect and stuff, I wouldn't say I was disrespected as a manager, but he he did have the respect of everyone. 
near enough the whole time. And he's kind of that bridge now, isn't he, to the managers? Do you know what I mean? Like he's even though he's still player managing and your assistant, it made a lot more sense for him to be your assistant than potentially at having me as well. Because the 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 conflict and uh you know, there's certain things which I just think it would it it was it was much better suited to. I was more for Matt than me to be assistant, or for us to both be assistants, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I I, I agree, I agree, and and you know, a big part of that is is the because it's not it's not a small role you've taken on behind the scenes for the club. It, it is a massive, long term role, and you you are going to have your your hands full with that. Yeah, I mean. I know I know I said I wanted to focus on my player and that was one of the reasons, but that's just on a Saturday once everything's done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Match day. Once yeah. that, you know once the um once you're warming up on the pitch, it's yeah. all about and, and, your and Saturday. Game. Saturday just gone was I really loved it because because uh, you know, with the with the new youth stuff that we've got going, we had fifteen under under sevens, about six, five, six, and seven year olds turn up for an under, for an under seven session. Fifteen of them. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of the lads helping me. We were actually playing in the afternoon with the first team. Um, but that gap between coaching and then right, everything's packed up. Let's get to the game. Was just really nice because. It, it wasn't rushed. It was like very, that's what we focused on this morning. And then bang, right. We get into match day mode now. And that's, and that's what, you know, that's, that's the main focus for the afternoon. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, you know, it, it's, it, it was a really good, it was just nice. Whereas obviously so far, and it's probably going to be the same for a couple more games this season. Excuse me. Um, the, you know, sometimes there's a game after and, even though, yeah, even though it's a youth thing and, and we want to get it going, I, I've got to make sure that just finding the balance is, is the main thing as well. Yeah. I mean, for me, the you know, the, the, we're an adults men's football team. That has to take priority, but that doesn't take away the, the you know, our ambitions to grow the club at that level. And, and I've, got to, I've got to give you a massive pat on the back because, you know, when you stepped aside and took on this new role as well as playing, it would have been easy to just, you know, just be be put just putting little things in place, and then come the summer this, and then and next season that. But I I, don't, I literally don't think anyone could have got this the youth project off the ground as quickly and efficiently as as you have. You know, within a matter of weeks, you've got fifteen under sevens training, and it's it's incredible. Yeah, it was. You know, it. It has happened. To to be fair, it's happened a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. I I did I did want to have a few things in place before, you know, getting going. But there was a little opportunity with one of the. I was chatting to one of the one of the parents who said, you know, there's a couple of kids that are without a team and and are, and are really desperate to just get playing football. Um. And and again, my my long term goal was to get the youth going. But. Doing both that and and first team manager is just not on them playing as well potentially. It, it, you know, as I, and as I, as I said earlier, the the gap, the opportunity arose to get to get you boys in, you know, back into the club, and it was just like my brain was like, yeah, that's 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 the click, that's the click I need to to get into, you know, some some could say a bigger role, 
to an extent. Like as you said, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, and I didn't realize as well. Just just setting up a bank account, for example, like it just takes time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that obviously is well. I think so far it's all it, we're on track, aren't we? It's all it's all gone to plan. Like the behind the all the all the youth stuff it's we're gone too well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it'll, it'll have its bumps in the roads, but at the moment, I I I I don't know what your opinion is, but for me, we're way ahead of schedule on the youth setup. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then and then on on the others, you know, from a first team point of view, we've you know we're getting points on the board and and it's all going to. It's all going to plan that end as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so far so good, really, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's exactly what we wanted, really. Yeah. So just to, just more for more for Mister Mark Cooper because he he has a tendency to miss. <laughs> Why did I actually your, um... think you were going to say that as well? <laughs> <laughs> he has a tendency to mispronounce your your role. Do you just want to clarify your your title? What does he say? Something like director of balls or something, doesn't he? Or something director, like director of footballs, yeah. Um, so so the, the title is director of youth football. Yeah. Um, however, looking at everything that's going on behind the scenes with setting up a, you know, affiliating with GFA um, and yeah, do you know what I mean? Just like the, the business to get a, to get a banking card and all that stuff from from the bank, um, I might have to just change that to be honest because there's a lot of roles that need to be in place. Um, well, I, I think I, I mean without shooting you down, I think director covers it all. It does <laughs> because I mean you're because you're like your your head head youth coach, your head youth admin. Yeah, I think I mean your 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 junior secretary, your 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 junior yeah. welfare officer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what how you can go bigger than director. No, director I know it does cover it, but then at the same time, I think you do need to have, you know, again, the, the long term and well, short term plan is to find people that are interested in in helping. Um, and one of the things I really want to make sure is the players that help don't. It doesn't affect their playing because that's you know the main thing for the for the adults and for the club is the best way for us to grow the youth team is for the for the adults to be successful. Um, yeah, that always will be the case. But as I said, you know, a two pm kickoff, and we've got a, a coaching session from eleven till twelve. Yeah. I do the time to just say, come out with the lads, you know, the under sevens, and and then we'll we'll go straight from there to the game. Um, and, yeah. And yeah, so so to be fair, trying to grow it in the right way. <clears throat> You know, maybe next year we'll get better time slots at Lockleys, which is the which is the aim. So we could maybe do let's just say nine till ten, ten till eleven, and then for the twelve o'clock kickoffs, we're done by eleven, and we're already there for the for the warm ups and stuff. You know, just to get yeah. into it. So we'll see. As I said, it's, it's so far we've just had to get stuff nailed in place, which is which is a uh, hindered some pre match preparation, let's say, um, for the adults. Yeah, bit bit of teething problems, but you know nothing that we're not we're not working hard behind the scenes to rectify. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I got to say, and I'm sure you'll you'll echo this, but I think the level of help and support we've had from some of the players in oh. in helping to run some of the youth sessions has been brilliant. I'll and, tell you what, Steph helped big big Steph. Yeah, Steph and Steph and Josh Watt helped uh, when we played Avermouth 
Um, and that was a really difficult, uh, probably the most difficult week we've had so far, just purely because it overlapped when I was needed to play. And, and such a big game. Yeah, in a massive game. And, and you know, the session ended up being 11.30 to 12.30 just because of availability of pitches. Um, and these two lads who had no obligation whatsoever, their game was at two o'clock. They had no obligation to help out, didn't need to help out, but they went, you know, actually, like, we'll, we'll, help, you, we'll help you out for the session. Um, yeah, just massive, really. You know, it just shows that there's there's plenty of people at the club that are wanting this to work and are willing to to contribute. Um, and even this weekend, just gone, like, I had Jord, Alex, and, and Alex, and Fatia's missus as well. Um, and oh, did, did what she helped out, did she? Yeah, she, we've got a couple of girls in our session now as well. So, you I know, I didn't know that's and that's that's brilliant, isn't it? That like yeah. not, not not just the players, but you know, wives, girlfriends mucking in is what that is. That's yeah. what West is all about. I, I had no idea that she helped out. Yeah, no, she, she helped out. She was she was probably better than Jordan and Alex put together actually. But you know, it's uh, it, it was it yeah. was it was one of them where I'd I'd fifteen kids which I wasn't expecting, um, and you know all the kids were great, but you just need hands. You just need people just to yeah. if a kid goes down with a little, you know, they tripped up and start crying, which which will always happen at that age, and that's that's normal. I can't yeah. be there whilst I'm coaching 14 other kids what to do, you know, so to and, have... and, you, yeah, and, and also to, you know, kids that age, some, some respond better to men, some respond better to women. Don't they? And, and for what that does for, you know, everything that like Matt's going into his amb- ambassador, like the oh, her game too yeah, stuff. Absolutely. It, yeah. yeah I, I, and I'll, I'll still be working close with Matt because, you know, the, the end goal is to probably get, women's and girls teams going as well like what's to say we can't go down that route as well so you know there's there's wildcat sessions that you you can do um but we we had we had two girls last week to the session um and we had one girl we had one girl this week because the other girl was just um i think i just think she was a bit ill or something but you know if 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 we're going to be getting girls attend our session not a bad thing in the world to to have you know, uh, uh, well, f- you know, for Tia's missus coming to help out, really, do you know what I mean? And and if there's any other female coaches that want to get involved, then essentially, you know, the more the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 brilliant, guys. How did the so how did yesterday? That was the biggest numbers you've had yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, we had 15, 15. and we probably had about four people that said they're not coming this week; they're coming next week. So. <laughs> We could be looking at about twenty for next week, um, yeah, which is really good. But yeah, it's just again, it's just one of them. You just wanna you wanna make sure it's it's not rushed because end of the yeah. day, the parents are paying for it, and you know I, I always plan the sessions and make sure they're. It's my job at the end of the day. I'm a coach. That's what I've been doing since I've been an adult. So it's my forte. But at the same time. I, I've always had assistants. I've always, when I was first, when I was first in the trade, I was the assistant to to the lead coach. So you you've got to make sure you're not leaving yourself exposed to just, yeah, yeah. Parents, if parents are paying money, they they want a good session, don't they? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I I agree with that. But I've, at that age, I think it's also about enjoyment as well. It just is. just letting them letting them get their get their little boots on and feel like a footballer and go out there and have fun. Yeah. And and at that age it's chaos, but 
yeah. making sure it's control chaos is the main thing, basically. If yeah. it's control chaos, nobody cares. But if it's chaos, you've got to be careful. <laughs> you yeah. know, you don't want a seven-year-old kicking a ball at a four-year-old in goal. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, just little things like that. Yeah. Cause, uh, again, because at that age, I imagine it's, it's easy... It's a very tender age, isn't it? They could turn, you know, one one little bash on the ankle or getting a football to the face, and it, it's very easy. Oh, I don't want to play football anymore. Yeah, and that's them done. And thinking, well, you know, that one little incident changed changed everything. But yeah. uh, you know, that the plan originally we got the five, six, and seven year olds coming along because we, just to make up numbers. But we're in a position now where we we kind of want to get. The tots group, which is like four to six year olds together, you know, they can all have a play around together at the start. We've got quite a lot of brothers and relatives, you know, playing together at the start, just a little five, ten minute kick around. But once the session actually starts, splitting the under sevens off and and making sure the under sevens are actually doing their own session. Because mm. that's how they're gonna learn, you know, that they're not gonna learn with four or five year olds around them because they're they're two years ahead of them. Um yeah. But but then making sure that the you know the four to six year olds are, are learning with each other as well. I think I think that's the, you know that that's the short term goal, and I, we're not far off it to be fair. Um, so yeah, really, we just want to make sure that it's it's flowing, and um, you know we we do need more coaches that are committed. Um, but yeah, just making sure we don't we don't clash with uh with the adult fixtures as well. That's the main thing. Yeah. So you took you you know you you like you just said you touched on the short term goal. What's the uh, what's the long term vision and, and and the big plans for for you and the the youth setup? Um, <clears throat> well, obviously the the the, the long term plan. How many years are we looking? Maybe like five, let's say at the moment. Is it? Yeah, go on. Let's let's have a let's have a, a two and a five year plan. So if you say say the next two, actually, no, I'll start with the five. Actually, so so the five year plan. In five years' time, the under sevens will be under twelves, if I'm right. Uh, and by then, with this tops group going how it is, that will filter through to be a team every year. So obviously, next year the under sevens will become under eights, um, and the current four to six year olds, the under sixes, let's say in that group, then become the new team at under sevens, and then you get the new three to four year olds come into your tots group and and it ends up being like a little filter so the year after so in two years the under sevens will be under nines won't they um and it you know what i mean like every year so by the fifth year there should theoretically be one team in every eight in every year group going from under sevens to under twelves um that's the plan um with that we do need a better infrastructure just with just with coaches availability um but we're also willing to you know when we first when the adults moved to lock lees you know we we went from south bristol didn't we to to lock lees we just had to get our foot in the door mm, yeah and they, they absolutely love us now lock lees they, they want us to they want this youth stuff to to grow and grow and they want you know they, they want the adults to go as high as they can they've got the facilities to take us higher as well um but realistically, this year was just getting our foot in the door again with the youth stuff. So hopefully yeah. next year they can see where they can see what we're trying to achieve, where we want to be, and they can maybe offer us better better time slots. But also, you know, here, here you go. Here's half a pitch from from nine till eleven. 
And with that, it would bring, it would allow, it would allow people to coach for two hours instead of just one. So it would be worth their money and time because we want to make sure we're paying our coaches or or covering some cost of their time because realistically, if you're paying for something, you want to make sure you you know the coaches are are qualified and and they know what they're doing to give the kids the best fun and enjoyment they can. Um, but also, you know the that nine to eleven, you would have like the tots, the under sevens, under eights, and maybe the under nines training on a quarter each of the half pitch. And then you had yeah. the 10s, 11s and 12s for the second hour. Um, yeah. So that, 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 that would be, that would be the plan in the next couple of years. Um, but, but realistically right now, we're just going to have to take things as it, as it goes. Uh, we've had interest for an under 10s team and I'm very close to saying we've, we're going to have an under 10s team soon, but we just got to make sure it's, it's right for everyone. And we're not, getting excited too quickly. Yeah, that, I think that's the key. And it, we, we we don't want to take on too much than, than what we can handle at the moment. But but yeah, I don't think there's any sort of limitations at the moment because it's still early doors and, and all the options are open, aren't they? And if, you know, as I said, if, if a nine to 10 slot opens up at Lockleys, which is what we're, we're hoping for soon, you know, that's a perfect time that we can just get another session in then. And it doesn't even... If 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 the session works, then amazing. You know, let's just say it's the under tens, for example, nine till ten. Great if it works. You know, we can build that. We can we can we can potentially get sponsorship for it and all that stuff. But if it doesn't work, we can always try again in a year or two, or or whenever the time's right. You know, we're under no obligation for it to. It, it's not like it has to work financially. Lockleys are being very accommodating and and just helpful, really. You know, just they gave us the first week free just just to just to find our feet and make sure it worked for us um yeah and and and, and that that relationship we've got with Lockleys is because of the adults if if we didn't have a good relationship with you know through Lynn I know you can't hate Lynn but at the same time you know the communication she gives Lockleys it just it just gave us another reason to grow within Lockleys if that makes sense yeah i think i think it's how we act as a club i think it it does it does really really good things for our our relationship with with Lotleys. I mean, look at um, we had the charity match, didn't we? Oh yeah, for for Scotty Harrison, and they they waived they waived the pitch fee just to help out, which was which was brilliant. And yeah. on that note, just going off topic, I'm, I'm once again a massive thank you for everyone that came and and donated and and took part. Cause was it it was just over three and a half grand, wasn't it? We raised for Scotty and his family. I thought it was just under maybe. I thought it was three, four, five, oh, three, five. Well, still pretty decent. Amazing though, amazing. I think that's I've had probably one of the most successful charity days I've ever seen. To be honest, just like the, just everything really. Yeah. It? I mean, even like the the shirts, the the signed shirts from the from the Bristol clubs, Bristol Bears, City, and Rovers. Yeah, class, absolute class day. Um, someone said that they they seen one of the best penalties ever ever scored as well that day. Yeah, it might be time to end the podcast actually. <laughs> <laughs> and also, thanks thanks Gaffer for awarding me that penalty because that, that no way was that inside the box. <laughs> we we played on the rugby pitch, didn't we? So it didn't have all the football markings, and oh, yeah. it was there was he, he gave he gave a free kick on the edge of the box about five minutes before that, and then. 
someone was brought down about another five or ten yards outside the box. <laughs> the I was like, "Gah, that's in the box, surely." And he went, "I reckon, yeah, it might be." I said, "Of course it is. What are you on about?" And then he blew and pointed to the spot. <laughs> oh, now it was a good day though, mate. To be fair, um, and yeah, obviously Scott. I think Scott absolutely loved it. So, and that's the main thing. Yeah. So going back, did we do your? We did your five year. Plan, yeah, we, we did the five year. To be honest, we, it, we sort of crept into the two year. Two years basically, just just growing it the right way. You know, making it yeah. done properly. I don't. I don't want to be. You know, I, I don't, as I said earlier, I, I don't want necessarily parents to be running sessions because because I think the best way to go about it is the coaches coaches that are qualified, you know, they, they should be getting paid to do what they're good at and that's their job, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you've got a coaching qualification, there's a reason for that. And, and you know, if, if, you're, if you're coaching an age group, I, I think the one thing we need to, to, to do in the, in the short term, to be fair, is making sure we get like a little junior ethos going um where you know the, the coaches i've club uh, i was right where i saying it wasn't it the clubs i've coached at the ethos have been very much parents bring your kids to the to the session and let the coaches do what they're getting paid to do and, and that's you know coach your kids in the in the in the right way you know playing the right football and and teaching them the right way and and You'll go. You'll go to a lot of junior sides. This even at under sevens, under eights, and I know it sounds crazy, but they'll just be shouting stuff on the sideline, which is completely what the coaches aren't telling them to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Boot it, kick it away, get rid all that stuff. Whereas, you know, we we do need to really put a bit of time into just building the club ethos. As I said, like just something where you can give to all the parents and say, you know, this is what we're trying to achieve. And there might be parents that don't agree with it and say, oh, I don't I don't want my son or daughter pe- you know, playing for this. But I think you'll find that a lot of parents will be, you know, this is what we're trying to achieve and and, and we want to go about it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, youth football, especially at, at the really younger age, it isn't, it isn't about the winning, is it? It's about... Developing. You know, get, yeah, developing. And not even almost not developing all just laying those early foundations isn't it it's, it's, As... it's, it's, the, it's the building for for kind of secondary school isn't it really and, and just yeah. like all that you know football is obviously what they turn up to do and, and what they want to play but it doesn't mean that yeah you just got values as well isn't it you know like this politeness and and just stuff like that yeah. respect social skills isn't it yeah so so we just need to you know, lay lay out the foundations really in, in that way, but that, that that will come with time, and that's that's all good. Yeah. Well, f- from me and the club, well done, and thank you because it's it's. It, I, I had a, it was a real proud moment for me going along to that first session and just just sitting back and watching it. it, it you know, Wessex has been my club for for many years, and yeah, we're having two young kids as well. Yeah. Just seeing seeing that being put in place. Oh, yeah, this is this is this is brilliant. This and a couple of a couple of the lads at the at Scotty's thing actually just going back to it quickly. Uh, dogs came up to me to be fair. Um, Lee dogs. Um, and just I, I just said like amazing what the you know what the club's doing and stuff and and it is it is for the I I never knew Jack Moody Grant, um, but you know I'm sure if he was still here he would be 
just over the moon and chuffed because I know you know I know Lynn is I know she's absolutely buzzing for everything that that's going on at the you know you know not even the juniors just everything in general with the the way the club's going. Um. So yeah, you know it is. It, if I was at another club, I wouldn't be wanting to do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that type of feel. Like it's it's just feels right to be setting something up like this. Yeah. I mean, I I think Lynn and and Gaffer would agree. I I think we're doing everything we can to make make Jack proud. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I tell you what, just just going off off topic of the of the youth stuff, we're back where we started, aren't we? You playing under me. <laughs> Are you finding that? I enjoy it, mate. I can't lie. It's it's been one of them. I'm still adjusting to it, you know. I'm I'm seeing, I'm seeing your managerial decisions, and I'm thinking, God, what what I done that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, what what was it? Sixteen. I was literally sixteen when I first started at Wessex, and there was a, there was a lot less hair on the face. The the there was the still hair a lot on top, top weren't as curly. Yeah, no, it wasn't as curly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, bloody hell, six sixteen. And we were in what? What what division suburban we were in then in the reserves? No, no, was yeah. reserves. I want to yeah. say three. Did three or four. And now we're in we're in Prem one. Yeah. County county the year after next. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no, it's it's nice, mate, to be fair. I think it's I think as I said, as I said earlier, it's the the trajectory of the club is going in exactly the right way. The way that when Matt and I took over, would have wanted it to go. And to be honest, you know, when you stepped down from the reserves when I first joined, you know, at the end of that year, that was just due to family and and work, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't yeah. have done it otherwise. Well, um, I was offered the I was offered the first team job, and it broke my heart to have to say to Lynn, I I can't, I've 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 got to walk, I've got to walk away. Yeah. Just because of you, you, you can't have a a manager that's there. Every other weekend, it, it just no, it's not. not fair on the players, the club. No, of course not. You get away with it uh, as a player, can't you? But but not as a manager. But uh, you know, as I said, that's the you know th- that would have been your goal back then. Even we were fighting for the we were fighting for the league when I was when when you were in charge of the reserves when I was sixteen. Like yeah, we were top of the league. I think that first half of the season. Yeah, we 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 played nine one nine. And we were we were fly- and it, again we were it was we were battering teams weren't we eight nil nine one seven nil yeah it, it, all, just, it, all, it really it fell up. I think there was a, there was a bit of a shake up in the first team wasn't there I think there was a, a, a there was a, a managerial change and some some players left Maybe. and I lost I lost a lot of players up to the first team yourself included yeah me me and Cody I think ended up playing a couple of games for the. For for the first actually that's yeah. Stu Smart, Stu Smart was one that went up. He was like, one of our... played a couple as well. Yeah, Flay. Um, but that was when it was quite clicky, wasn't it as well? Whereas now, you know, like if if you're asking a player to play up or down, it's it's like absolutely. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's all, we're all in in it together, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, what? How, how um? How do I come? How do I compare now? What, what, is there any noticeable differences? You 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 say like you're playing your first season under me as a as a little sixteen year old. To I'll tell you what, I, I my honest answer is I can't remember much. I don't know if it's like old age or anything, but 
I, it, I it does seem so long ago, doesn't it? Yeah, like so much of this club has happened, you know, and, and the fact that I've I've been here since then, since I was fifteen, and I'm now I'm twenty five in two months. So I've been here for for a good ten years. Because I couldn't play that first year. Remember, I was training with Cully. Yeah. Cully, Cully yeah. could play at sixteen, but I couldn't because he was he was an early he was an early bird in the in the year group. Um. But yeah, like like so much, like even just like to train in on the portway on a Monday night. Oh God, there was about seven of us. Yeah, to be honest, the numbers are actually quite good if I, when I remember. But it was just a game, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? We just turned up and played. Yeah, the old people would were, they were against the wall stretching for ten minutes. And it was, it was yeah. me and Charlie just ready to just tear it apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, well, going to you. I'll tell you one thing, my granddad hated the fact you left back in September or whenever it was June this time when you left this, for yeah. ones yeah he, he he thought it was a really bad move um he, he's always liked you he ended up chatting on the side to you every game when I was when I was 16 didn't he yeah yeah loved him coming along uh I don't know I, I don't actually I don't think you've changed in the sense of like your we we done a podcast recently with Fez to be fair um just, just on about like the disciplines and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like the the values. You're, I don't think your values have changed at all. You know the mm-hmm. the attitude, the the desire, discipline. You know, you I, I remember you, all of the organisation before the game. I don't think it's actually changed that much. To be fair, you still wanted the high. Yeah, just you know the high expectations that that you set yourself at. We were top of the league for a reason. I don't think it was just down to quality at the time. You know, it was it was just the right attitude. I, I I I like to think so that that going back then, without patting myself on the back too much, I I managed to assemble a really good blend. We had like real experienced players like Stu Smart, Webbo, Flay at the back, yeah. and then you had like the likes of yourself and Josh Humber. Little yeah, ginge yeah. youngsters, and we we just had this real good blend of experience Neil and Thomas. youth. <laughs> What's that? Neil Thomas as well, and Neil, stuff like oh, that. Neil Thomas, yeah, yeah. We we were playing four four two that season, weren't we? Yeah. I, I, shall I tell you what? Yeah, the, I I was good. I was good back then. I was I was a lot quicker. Which I'm only like a couple of years older, but I was a lot quicker back then. But I I didn't get many goals or assists. I just didn't. I think no. I I disagree with you. I think for your age, I think you, you your goal contributions were bigger than anyone would expect at your age. You, I, think, you, you, I look back I, and I think I was I was quite poor, like just in front of goal and everything. I just think it's quite. But maybe you, maybe well, you, you, you are. Yeah. Yeah, you were just sixteen. You you you'd rush and you didn't have that composure, but you still you were still. I I I, I mean. I, I, wish I, was, I wish I was as quick. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could have got the old, uh, the old fact file out, but yeah, you you were you were scoring a few and assisting a few. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I look at I look at Josh Humber then, who was a couple of years older at the time, and yeah, he was he was getting the the goals, wasn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he, he was like played twelve, scored fourteen, that sort of dynamite. Like like he was he was he was getting the goals. I'm not saying yeah. like. Me and him, we had different qualities, but but yeah, like that's what I mean. Like he, he was, as I said, he was he was tearing it up really from from the from the goals. But 
but yeah, going back to it, mate, I, I don't I don't think there's there's too much change. And the experience you're on about back then, you've got now, but just in a load of twenty five year olds. I know it sounds yeah. crazy, but like ten years of playing adult football now, it's 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 mad. Like me, Matt, Cal to an extent as well. Like like we're we're quite experienced for our age and yeah. long lease or six. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like we're we're a really young squad, but I just feel like I've been playing it for too long now. Do you know what I mean? It's mad. <laughs> well, I think at the moment as a club, we're we're quite, you know, age-wise, there's a lot of players who, there's not many that are in their twilight years. Everyone's either in their prime or before. just before that, they're, yeah. where they're, where they're going to get better. But on the flip side of that, they're not, like the the names we just mentioned, they're not new to football. Even though they're in their prime, their prime years, they've been playing for a decade now, pretty much. And I mean, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, it's you know, I I think as you said, uh, back then was it, football was different. You're playing four four two, weren't you? So it's a different game. Yeah, now. it was it was one of those. I didn't I didn't want to play four four two, but the players I had, it just suited. Some sometimes the players you've got almost dictate the system you play. Yeah, yeah. To to an extent. Yeah, four four um, two and four five one one. That was the that was the ones we were, we were really using. But it was just solid. I I that that first year in adult football, yeah, we got that new kid, aren't we, Dom? Who's 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 in year eleven? Who's yeah, for the Colts, and he's been turning up and stuff. And I, I look at him and I think, oh, in ten years' time, he like he's going to realize like what. So I don't I don't think I don't think enough like under sixteens and under eighteens really do it. They don't really get into adult football until like after uni and stuff and after college. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing I could have done for my football was just getting involved in adult football because it's just you, you end up being two, three years ahead of everyone else by the time they start playing it. Yeah. And I, I'm such a better player now, I in my eyes anyway, than I was when I was younger because it was just a quicker game back then. It was all about speed and you know, it was all happy dandy. Whereas now it's just, it's a physical, it's a mental, um, it's just a battle in it. Do you know what I mean? Like you're drained after a game. That is probably old age, but you know, it's, that's, that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're kind of a, a, a bit of a reverse for me. Like you, you came onto the, the scene at such a young age with such good, not just potential, which you had, but good, like current ability. And then, like, but then I look at it, and a lot of a lot of kids that age have like a bit of a rash temper, or, or um, what's the word? Poor, you know, where you just make rash decisions and stuff. Yeah, and then, and then that settles down. But for me, you were you were the the quiet, unassuming kid. You, you know, you were never bullied on the pitch. You you get stuck in, but you were very quiet. You wouldn't. You know, you never pick up a book in where, <laughs> whereas now you've sort of <laughs> it's gone the other way with you. You've you've developed that little uh Yeah, that's that is true. But not nasty streak, but that little yeah. petulant It's just because they have a go at the hair, I think. I think that's all it is. It's, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, we've got we've gone completely off topic again, haven't yeah, we? But... Yeah, it's meant to just be youth and we said before, let's make it make sure it's youth, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I've got nothing, nothing else to add about the youth. I don't know if there's anything else you want to um, bring up. Or... No, the only thing for me is, is obviously like the, the people listening to this, if it's players or 
random as whatever like just keep supporting what we're doing you know if, if you're enjoying what we're doing and want to get involved then the door the door for that kind of stuff would always be open because you can never have enough people helping even adults you, you know you know it is as well church but just yeah. the, the end of the day a lot of it is volunteering and even though we'll be paying the coaches there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes which you know that that won't be paid but it's to benefit Wessex but also just loads of young kids as well do you know what I mean it's it's the, it's, it's the future of, of, of certain areas in Bristol and who knows what will happen in five years but but right now it's all looking really good for us and we we just want to keep it going that way. So yeah, if, if people want to help out and stuff, then, then just yeah. contact in it. I'm, I'm well done. And and thank you again. Um, it's what it usually we finish up with like a best 11, don't we? Is it too soon to pick a best 11 out of your 15 uh, that trained yesterday? I've had the under sevens. I'll tell you what, <laughs> there's a couple of ballers mine. There is, there is. There's a, there. A couple, yeah. I think Steph said, I think Steph said after his session, he went, "Oh, that that kid there, he's he's he's, a, he's going to be sick." And I was like, "Yeah, like well, I coached him, didn't I?" Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, same. That's it. I, I I hope you get that proud moment when when one of your one of your boys or or girls pulls on a, a Wessex shirt at adult. adult well, that's, the, that's the other thing as well. Hopefully, with with the 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 shirts and stuff, they should sort themselves out soon. Hummel who we're currently with at the adults, but the plan, and I've spoken to the the kit guy who, who sorts us out. Um, the plan is to be getting the, the youth kits on, on, on the website as well. So people can, you know, they can order youth kits for, for their kids. And I'm not even like, it might even be for, you know, like for your kids, for example, who aren't, who aren't part of the youth stuff, just getting them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that would be a massive, when you've got the kids turning up to, to just sessions and games and, in a Wessex top. Yeah. I think that'd be massive. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, yeah, we'll wrap it up there, but yeah, thanks again and keep, uh, keep doing all the good work you're doing with the youth stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. I know and you were the first team, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah. Once again, a massive thanks to everyone that donated and, and contributed in all different kinds of ways for, for Scottish fundraiser and also, once again, a, a massive thanks to Continuum, our sponsor. So, um, thank you, Tom. That's right, mate. No worries. Pleasure. Right. Keep subscribing and you'll see us on the next podcast. <laughs>